when we set out to do this podcast and we said we're coming to the Gold Coast, we told everybody that we're going to try and do some interviews with the current stars, but what we really want to find is some athletics legends, and there's none bigger than the person who's with us right now. Um, it is, the, not to say the Australian legend, but literally the legend of athletics, Miss Kathy Freeman. Hi, I'm Sally Pearson, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> hello, Kathy. Oh, hello. Hey. So excited to be talking to you here in your, you were born in Queensland, so it's really your home games, isn't it? Hi. This is my home games, absolutely. I'm Queensland born. My mother lives 45 minutes from here. And I was born in central Queensland, but this is my home. This is my birthplace. And of course, the Commonwealth Games is something special to you because you started your career in 1990 in Auckland as a 16-year-old winning the gold medal on the relay. What is the pressure like being on a relay team at 16? I think I was. I think it helps to not think too much about these things. And because of my temperament, I was... Easily led, I guess, and easily taught and easily coached. And I wasn't difficult to mentor or to shape and mould, so to speak. So I guess I knew I wanted to be there because my coach was adamant that I had all of this potential. Um, And so I stepped into it, I leaned into it, and I embraced it wholeheartedly. And the person I become after those games ended... I guess it was just an incredible transformation because I got a taste. I got a taste for, you know, representing Australia and international flavour and seeing all the other athletes from all of the other countries. And, I mean, obviously winning the gold medal was, well, that was just totally unexpected. But feeling part of a team like that was just unforgettable. Well, it certainly worked for you because four years later, you came back to the Commonwealth Games and you won the 200 and the 400 against a massive competition. You beat Marion Yali and you also got a silver in the relay. So it really worked for you as a launching pad. It really, really did. It really did. I can't imagine my career all my life without that experience. Um, But certainly those four years later in Victoria, uh, British Canada... It was important because, you know, athletes, we tend to think ahead all the time or planning towards that two-year or predominantly four-year cycles because obviously the Olympics is the pinnacle. But certainly in the back of our minds and in our hearts, we know that to do well at a Commonwealth Games is you're well and truly on the right pathway towards hopefully further personal success. Yeah. Um, Coming through the, after, after the Commonwealth Games, you really were launched onto the world stage. You came fourth at the World Championships. And then it's a, the Atlanta Olympics. You get a silver medal, two world championships. And then we come to the big one. And this is what I want to ask you about. This is a home games for the, a lot of the athletes from Australia. But the biggest home games of all time and the most pressure I've ever seen an athlete was you in Sydney. But you came through it. So how do you cope with that pressure? I think it takes my breath away. I think it's really simple. I think it's important to... Again, not overthink it. Keep it simple. I knew within my within myself, I was born to be here. So I fully like that sixteen year old back in Auckland, fully embraced it, fully welcomed it. I probably, if I'm to be really frank, yeah, sure, I had my moments where I was a bit anxious, and I would have preferred another way. <laughs> but I think at the, the bottom line is, athletes or good good performers have to be in in such deep connection with who they are and understand why they're doing it because that's who you are that's what the things you do is what make, uh, the things that make you who you are and I think if I'd not embraced that opportunity I would have just so totally regretted it and so I, I I loved every single second of it and you know as an athlete as a, as a competitor always very fiercely determined 
I stood not just for myself, but for my family and the community that I belong to. And, and I was really determined. It's going to be a big finish into the straight. Graham leads. Freeman runs up to her. Mary inside. Kathy lifting. Goes up to Graham. Takes the lead. Looks a winner. Draws away from Graham and Mary. This is a famous victory. A magnificent performance. I think the, the commentator at the time, he famously said, what a champion, what a legend, what a relief, he said. And still, watching that um, race back all these years later, that's exactly how I feel. So I can't imagine the relief that you felt. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, it's really interesting, those, those moments. I crossed the line and the thought in my mind was, oh, so this is, you know, very casual. Oh, so this is what, so this is what it feels like to be an Olympic champion. You know, very, you know, you know, very relaxed and almost too relaxed. And then I've realised uh, what time I ran. And to be again, really frank, I was disappointed. I didn't get under forty nine. I was absolutely gutted. To be really frank, um, and that's when, of course, the, the wonderful and the amazing Marie Jo Perec where I got a bit angry at her because it's like if she'd been there, yeah. oh, it would have been a, a really amazing race. But in any case, you've got to respect people's, you know, decisions and choice. And then, um, so, and then, because, you know, when you're in a race, when competitors do compete, you're in a bubble. And for me, it was like a bubble of silence. And it's almost like a sacred space that surrounds you because you have to separate yourself from the world you just do otherwise things creep in and it's a bit negative and a bit dense and a bit heavy and can get a bit negative and so as soon as I could really fully turn off I didn't really turn off because then I again I had to react to the crazy noise (laughs) like I remember Donna Fraser tried to come (laughs) yeah leaning in only centimeters from my ear tried to talk to me and I couldn't understand a single word she was saying it was uh, it was like so surreal and for me to 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 anyone to even expect me to try and register (laughs) that whole that arena that night the emotion the reaction from everyone it was just overwhelming and yeah sure relief was in there somewhere without question (laughs) what a legend what a champion because you went, came to London and you trained with Donna for a bit, didn't you? Before I was sat with Donna at the British Championships the other day and she said to send her love. Donna's a great friend of ours. I do. I love her. And I know she's been through a lot. And she's amazing. She's an amazing advocate for the sport. Uh, she's an amazing leader. I, I hope to see her again someday. Also, she's now head of diversity at UKA. Oh, that is fantastic. Fantastic. And I can't see any anyone ever anyone else doing that role to be frank she's she engages she has integrity she's warm she's friendly she likes a good laugh (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah she's determined oh fantastic we're very happy about that fantastic (laughs) fantastic So you took a year off after the Olympics. And yeah. Came back and you kind of, the last major championships you went to was, once again, the Commonwealth Games in Manchester, where you got another gold medal in the relay. I, I have to stop and smell the roses sometimes, you know, Jodie. I, sometimes I don't stop to reflect properly. I think I'm so busy being focused and head down and, you know, focused on what I need to do now. But, yeah, I did. I went to Manchester. <laughs> and it was a bit of an unusual preparation because um, personal... Uh, situations going on 
as everyone has, you know, background stories are always um, folding out. Um, and my future in this sport was a bit touch and go. We weren't sure. And plus also I knew in my heart of hearts, after the great big drama of Sydney 2000 and, of course, lighting the cauldron and the social and political story attached to it, it was, yeah, I think I, I wasn't sure. So, But I'm so glad I went to Manchester and I'm so glad we won. <laughs> So you retired after 2003, and you've been doing lots of things with it, but I know there's something that's very special to your heart that you do, which is you run a foundation now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I'll tell you what, it's not an easy space, but nothing ever is if, you, you know, if you're truly passionate and, and, and you're truly making a difference. Um, we work with 1,600 Indigenous kids. Um, some of these children, English is probably maybe their fifth or sixth language, so we're talking about truly tribal communities on two of the communities that we work with. We're 11 years old this year, and I tell you, you really <laughs> have to be really made of stern stuff whenever you're getting at any goal, really, that's going to make a meaningful difference. Even though at times it may not seem like you're making a difference, I think that what you do daily... You know, and the, it, carrying yourself with the integrity and those same qualities that athletes carry themselves with. It transfers over into other, you know, other uh, sort of non-athletic performers. Um, so we, we focus on pre-prep kids, so five-year-old children all the way through to high school children who are oh, high school kids who are 16, 17. And so we, ena- we, we enable engagement between some of these communities and the mainstream because there are issues but that's ultimately what we do we enable these beautiful kids to realize their potential so that they can grow up to be the leaders and the amazing people that we all know that they can be so yeah um just quickly, I remember in 1994 when you ran around with the Aboriginal flag and there was a big drama. Um, we noticed at the opening ceremony that the actual Aboriginal flag is flying in the stadium along with the Australian flag. So think, things are changing. Oh, I think, I think, generally speaking, folks are open and, and willing to engage in a conversation. I think that is just so key. People are... Uh, uh, looking at the story and and trying to understand what makes people do things do the things that they do like maybe through sport which is a wonderful platform it's a platform that's peaceful that engenders equality humanity friendliness all of that lovely stuff that we wish we could experience every second of every day of every year um but certainly you know flying those both flags i like to think that i do represent something that is precious in our world. And, and it's not just Indigenous story here in Australia, it's Indigenous story for everywhere, all over the world. So I'm, I, I've, I've always felt quite connected to my ancestors and I hope I'm doing them proud, actually. <laughs> I, don't, I think I speak for everyone when I say you talk about making a difference. I don't think there's an athlete that's made as big a difference as you across sport, but going beyond sport. And what you've done and what you stand for is not just Australia, it's people across the world have noticed that. And it, the fact that there are flying an uh, uh, Indigenous flag here is because of you. Thank you so much for, for running on the track and entertaining us for so many years. Also um, for all the work you've done since then and during the time on track. And thank you so much for talking to the Backstreet Boys today. Oh, my God. I love you guys, actually. So <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>
straight. We were told we weren't allowed to have back straight boys as a name on Facebook because it, we'd get mixed up with the boy band. Hi, it's Kathy Freeman. You're listening to the Back Straight Absolutely. Boys. Hi, I'm Kathy Freeman, and you're listening to the Back Street Boys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Okay. Take two. Hi, I'm Kathy Freeman, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. Yay! <laughs> <laughs>